Hello. This is Cool Gals. Thanks for listening. Yeah. My name's Cassandra. And I'm Julie. And we're here to talk to you about some weird uh, stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This week our prompt was um, to do something about food. Yeah. Which is weird. So that kind of took us into two different weird areas. It did. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. So I'm just going to jump right into it. Um, So when I was looking for stuff, I initially was like Googling ghosts haunting food. <laughs> like a haunted do... burrito? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> or like um, like a piece of toast that looks like the Virgin Mary? Yeah. Okay. I wanted to do something ghosty because I've been... I was away from that for a minute. And I was like, well, maybe maybe I can find something that is a person dying from a food-related illness and then becoming a ghost. And the only thing I found when I Googled that stuff was, like, people making jokes about how farts are the ghosts of food. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I've never heard that before, and I love it. I have neither. I like it, too. The the ghosts of food that have passed. Yeah. Like, it's past gap. I love it. That's great. <laughs> Perfect. Um, that's not what I'm going to talk about today, though. Um, so, actually, I was listening to our last episode again, mm-hmm. um, just to make sure everything sounded good and stuff. Yeah. And... I was reminded that my friend Jordan, who told me about Robert the Doll, who I spoke about last week. Yeah, Creepy Robert. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's his nickname. (laughs) In my head. Creepy Robert. Mm -hmm. She gave me a list of of Florida-based things that we could talk about, and one of them was a saloon in Key West, which is actually where Robert the Doll no yes, way. It took place. The most haunted part of Florida, yeah. probably. Presumably. Presumably. Except for, like, underneath the bogs. <laughs> haunted <laughs> bogs. Inside alligators. <laughs> inside of... <laughs> the scariest thing was inside of us the whole time. <laughs> Talking about farts again, in case you're wondering. So... What I'm going to talk about is this place called Captain Tony's Saloon, which is a fun name. Already in. Um, Just a little bit of history about it. It was constructed in 1852 and used as an ice house slash morgue. What? Right? Convenient. Also yuck, though. So your ice was definitely contaminated. This was before electric refrigeration was a thing. So people had to get their ice delivered to them. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, so it opened up, well, the, I mean, like, the location, the building itself, mm-hmm. was 1852, and then, so it was the ice house slash morgue, which is a cool business, <laughs> um, and then in the 1890s, it became a telegraph office, which is fun, and then in 1912, it was a cigar factory, right? So it took a couple turns. It's there. All right. And then after that, it became uh, speakeasies. I love speakeasies. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. Uh, One one of the speakeasies was called the Blind Pig, which is a fun name. I I like that name. So in the 1930s, post prohibition, a bar called Sloppy Joe's (laughs) opened up. 
which is actually frequently visited by Ernest Hemingway. He would go there. That drunk. Yeah. He is Sloppy Joe. <laughs> sloppy Ern. <laughs> sloppy Ern. <laughs> uh, I read online, actually, that when, like, okay, Sloppy Joe's, the bar, had to move building locations, so it moved down the street because rent was raised. And when they did that, Ernest Hemingway took one of the urinals and put it in his house. Oh and, my god! It's like a cat food trough now. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a weird thing. It's such a weirdo. You know? <laughs> that poor cat is like pissed about it. Like, this is what you give me? You know I don't have opposable thumbs. I can't go out and buy my own food trough. Sure. He's just gonna eat a hole in the bag of the cat food. <laughs> Screw you, Ernest. <laughs> um, so after that, in the 40s, it became the Duval Club, which was actually a gay saloon. Oh, yeah. in the 40s, that was? Yeah. Oh. Um, men would, men, men there would proposition sailors from the Navy, which sounds cute. Um, unfortunately, the Navy intervened, and because of that, because sailors could no longer go there, it had to close, which sucks. Oh, no. Yeah. Then in 1958, uh, it became Captain Tony's, which is still is today. Captain Tony's. Mm-hmm. That's cute. Yeah. Um, it's been visited by a lot of famous dudes, like Truman Capote. Uh, Jimmy Buffett got his start there. Oh. Shel Silverstein. Oh. JFK. Oh. <laughs> what an odd list. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Harry Truman. <laughs> How many presidents do they have Just there? Two. <laughs> Just two. Only two. And then uh, Bob Dylan, also. Huh. Yeah. At so. Captain Tony's down in Florida. Key West. Key West. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, it's a very popular place today. So Captain Tony's has a lot of um, interesting decor. Like, they have prized fish, you know, stuffed and on the walls and stuff. And then they have, like, a collection of license plates and old IDs and women's bras hanging from the ceiling. Uh, Sounds cute. Right. Sounds like a great place to go. Yeah. Like, so many bras. You can see pictures of it. It's insane. I've never owned that many bras in my life. Wow. (laughs) Those are worth some money. They are. Bras are expensive. They're so expensive. (laughs) Um, But the most fascinating thing that that is in this bar Mm -hmm. is an old giant tree. Like a tree. tree. Like a live tree? A living tree. Okay. That grows out of the floor and through the roof. What? It is an old ass tree. You know, it's not something that you see very often in a bar. Mm-hmm. Like you don't even see fake plants, let alone real ones growing through stuff. True. Um, and I thought that was interesting. Yeah. But my favorite thing about the tree is that it was a hanging tree. <gasps> what? Mm-hmm. And they kept it? Oh. Not only did they keep it, mm-hmm. they built around it. <laughs> Which I feel like is good on their part for not cutting it down. True. I I mean, yeah, if that was your only plot of land mm-hmm. and there was a hanging tree right in the middle, mm-hmm. your best bet is not to knock it down mm-hmm. or else you'll be haunted, like, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. And now they're just maybe haunted because of it. They're definitely haunted <gasps> because of it. <laughs> they're definitely haunted because of it. Perfect. Um, so the tree was used 
actually by vigilantes, not even like real law enforcement or anything. So they hung pirates there. <gasps> what? Pirates. Real Caribbean real pirates? Caribbean pirates. Caribbean. <laughs> That's right. Oh my yeah. goodness. Um, I couldn't find any stories about it actually, but which is disappointing. Yeah. But I don't, you know, I don't know how good their pirate records are. But apparently, according to legend, 75 people in total. Whoa. 74 of them were pirates, and one was a murderer. A murderer. A murderer. Um, okay, so this leads me into the first ghost story. Perfect. From Captain Tony's. What a great way to start it. Like, by the way. 74 pirates are dead at the hands of this tree. And then also a murderer. But get ready. (laughs) It gets spookier. So, the murder I loved. I mean, not loved, but I liked it a lot. Um, Because it was this random murder and then 74 pirates. Like, it's apparently a place where murders didn't happen, even though it was old-timey. Wow. But so this was the second half of the 19th century, so the 1800s, and there was a local woman who brutally murdered her husband and her two sons. Oh my gosh. So it's not only just a murder, it's a lady murder. It's a lady murder. They're way more interesting. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Because not just like for honor or something, it's like for real stuff. Yeah, weird stuff. Um, so apparently she chopped up their bodies into little pieces oh my gosh. and then set the bloody chunks out in the backyard for the animals to take care of. Oh, no. Right? Yuck. horrible? Yeah. Yeah. That's horrifying. It is horrifying. For the animals? Yeah. That's so mean. Like, she wanted, like, suffering to mm. occur, you know? Mm-hmm. For everyone. For everyone. Yeah animals don't want to eat them. Yeah, the poor conscience on that, like, coyote that just stumbled <laughs> upon it. Mmm, <laughs> this is good. What's this? <gasps> it's human. No. I've got the taste. The taste for human flesh. <laughs> what have you done to me? Oh, no. What if it was, like, their pet dog or something? <gasps> oh, like, it's not even their, like, wild gators. Oh, no. I, that's the only animal I can think of for Florida. So. All they have are gators. Yeah. And skeeters. And skeeters. <laughs> Anything that you can like make into a shorter name is what they have. Gators. Skeeters. Skeeters. Okay, so one of the neighbors happened to catch her, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what she was doing, like sprinkling body parts across the yard or something. Mm, throwing it out like chicken feed. Just like, bye. <laughs> there must be more to this provincial life. Ew. <laughs> Gross, but with human, human body. Uh, um, so they, they called other people, like other townspeople, over mm-hmm. to investigate. And they found her inside her house wearing a blue dress covered in blood. Oh my gosh. So then, of course... As things happened in the 19th century, the crowd of townspeople turned into a mob Ooh. of townspeople. Oh, no. Yeah. Good um, thing they had that murder tree around. Dang. Good thing. So they dragged her 
to the hanging tree for some instant justice. <laughs> Insta justice. Insta justice. <laughs> and um, and now she haunts Captain Tony's, and she's their most famous ghost. Really? Mm-hmm. Ooh, what they does call, she? They what call she her do? the Lady in Blue. Ooh, the Lady in Blue. That's great. And I heard, I heard that it's either. Because she was wearing a blue dress when she was executed, or it's because her skin turned blue after she died. Oh yuck! Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. gross! Or okay. both. I guess it could be both. Mm, so her yeah. face matches her dress. Yeah, it's really cute. Mm-hmm. It's a look. So she is definitely their most famous. But um, she's not, like, she's super active because a lot of people have seen her, but it's mostly just, like, feeling her touch them or, like, wisps in photographs or something when, oh. when they've been talking about her. Yeah. So it's not, like, malicious haunting or anything, which mm. is good because she did enough of that in her regular life. Yeah. So... Lady in Blue is their most famous ghost, but she's not the only one. Ooh. And so in 1865, this story is something that Jordan had mentioned to me when she was talking about weird stuff going on in Florida. And this is what caught my attention, and I think that's why I remembered that this was a place. Mm-hmm. Um, in 1865, a massive hurricane hit Key West and stirred up all of the bodies. <gasps> Like ocean bodies? No. That were in the morgue. Oh. Yeah. No. Yeah. All the morgue bodies. Yuck. Okay. (laughs) And after it was done, every single one of the bodies was missing except one. What? Mm -hmm. They all just like floated away? Yeah. I'm just imagining like a wave coming through the town and then bodies just going along with it. Swoop. Yeah. But later, during renovations in the 1980s, they were pulling up floorboards and came across the skeletal remains of several people. Oh my goodness. What? They just got, like, stuffed under there accidentally in the hurricane? They think that that's what happened to most of the missing bodies, that it just, they just got, like, mixed up with the mud and dirt and stuff. Oh! So, yeah, so the dirt settled on them, and then... And then they just lived there. And then they just built a thing over it. Like, they built additions to the building, so... And they just flopped them right on top of the bodies. Oh my gosh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yikes. Um, so there's one gravestone. Well, there's two gravestones in Captain Tony's. One is a gravestone that they found doing the renovations. Um, and it's a girl named Elvira Edmonds. Ooh, cool name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's like, I think 19 when she died. And I heard that she might have been the mortician's daughter or something. Oh, man. (gasps) That'd be even worse. Like, you you have all the dead bodies, and then you lose your own daughter, like, and then you lose your own daughter's body right. on top of it. Right. That's, like, embarrassing for you as a job. Couldn't even hold on to your own, like, daughter. Like, that's so sad. That's awful. It is embarrassing. Yeah. People would write that on their Yelp review. They would. Yeah, so rude. Really great time. Lost my friend's body. <laughs> One star out of five. <laughs> would return. <laughs> the only morgue in Key West so I have to go there. Um, 
They didn't have a, a lot of stories about who she was, so she's not like a ghost. Okay. But the other gravestone is underneath the hanging tree, mm. but it doesn't belong to anyone who was hanged there, unfortunately. It does belong to a woman named Reba I. Sawyer. She lived in Key West um, from 1900 to 1950, and upon her death, her husband found some scandalous letters between Reba and another man. <gasps> Ooh, Reba! Mm-hmm. Stepping out! Um, reportedly, the letters detailed their affair and stated that they would meet at Captain Tony's saloon. Oh my gosh. So, uh, Reba's husband got his wife's tombstone from the cemetery Mm -hmm. and then threw it through the window (gasps) of Captain Tony's saloon. Oh my gosh. And said, this is where she wanted to be, so this is where she'll stay. Whoa. (laughs) That's so dramatic. That is so dramatic. (laughs) Like, I I mean, I get it. I love it. I can, like, picture him, like, kawaii running away, like, (laughs) oh no. Tears streaming it's down true, like yeah. rivers of tears. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So, okay. I love it. Um, I don't know how I would react. Yeah, I don't know if I would do that. I, Maybe. I don't know if I would be able to carry a tombstone true. anywhere. Let alone throw it mm. through a window? Mm. Mm. I don't have the upper body strength. Be, I'm too afraid of being arrested. Also true. Yeah. Yeah. I'd feel bad for Captain Tony's. Yeah. I wouldn't be like blinded by my apparent hatred towards my wife, my husband, in my case. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so the bar is now owned by a guy named Joe Faber. Mm-hmm. Um, Captain Tony died in 2008, but he sold the place in, like, 1989, I think. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, so he heard a lot of these stories from Captain Tony himself. Beautiful. Yeah. Straight from the Tony's mouth. So there's this other popular ghost legend of the bar that's not as popular as the Lady in Blue, but um, it was this this woman who brought her infant into a speakeasy, her, the into Captain Tony's when it was a speakeasy. Okay. First and, mistake. Right. No one wants a baby there. No. And no baby wants to be there. Mm-mm. There's like no toys. That's the last place that a baby wants to be. Yeah. No thanks. So she was looking for her husband and she found him there wildly drunk. Ooh. And I don't know if he was flirting with or openly like fondling another woman. So she lost her goddamn mind. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Stuck at home with a baby while her husband's canoodling? Exactly. Shoot. Okay. That's, so she just completely snapped and she took her kid into the bathroom and then killed it in there. <gasps> no. And then she um, took the body out underneath the blanket. Mm. Yeah. So it's not like she didn't kill her husband or she should have. Yeah. That would be the plot of Chicago. That would be Chicago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh man. So sad, that is right? so sad. I couldn't find any specifics about the bathroom ghost. Okay. I don't know. So I don't know if it's like the infant baby or um, the mom. I would assume it's the mom. Okay. But it's just like this woman was in there and the first stall was locked, but no one was in there. So it was locked from the inside. And then she went into the second stall and heard the door to the bathroom open. Okay. But when she came out, no one was in there and the door was still locked. 
the door to the stall was still locked. Yeah, so, like no one had come in there that she knew of. Um, so then she finished what she was doing, and but she felt really uncomfortable. And then all of a sudden, she heard the door to the first stall slam. And then she ran out of the bathroom. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so scary. So Joe Faber is the current owner of Captain Tony's, and he considers himself a skeptic, even though he's heard about these ghost stories straight from the captain's mouth. He's he hasn't seen the blue la- or the lady in blue, mm-hmm. and he's never like sensed any presence in the women's restroom. Although, how much time does he spend in there? True. But he has had two experiences that he can't explain, <gasps> and they are voices that offer some kind of warning. So this is all in his own words, straight from Joe's mouth. So he says, about eight or nine years ago, don't know when this was told to anyone, so don't know the time frame. Sure. Um, I'm in the bar alone at about four o'clock in the morning. I was sitting there doing paperwork, and someone called me. All I heard was, hey, Joe. I thought that was pretty odd. So I got up to look around to see who was looking for me. I walked out of the back of the bar, and the back doors were wide open. I had just been out there maybe half an hour earlier. Faber described the back lot of the bar as being completely fenced in. There was no way someone could have come in or gotten out that way. Oh my goodness. He figured that if the disembodied voice had any supernatural meaning, it was simply to lock the door. So he goes on to say, I didn't think much of that voice until several years later. I was sitting at the bar at the end of the night doing paperwork, and I hear that same voice again. But this time it says, don't leave. (gasps) Now I've got the chills. I got up and I ran to the back to see if the doors were open. I checked and everything was locked down. So then I checked the entire building because I'm thinking this may be a warning that there's going to be a fire or something. But nothing was wrong. Finding nothing amiss, Faber went home. A few hours later, his phone rang. I get a phone call about 6 o'clock in the morning from the police saying that a girl, maybe 17 or 18 years old, committed suicide in front of the bar. (gasps) Apparently, the girl called her mother from her cell phone said that she had just taken some pills to kill herself and that she was in front of a yellow building that she thought was a bar under a green awning. Her mother called the Key West police who went from bar to bar and found the girl in front of Captain Tony's dead. (gasps) Had I stayed at the bar that night, maybe I would have found the girl and been able to help her. Oh no. That is so sad. Oh Joe, I'm sure that was like weighing on him forever now. Oh. Yeah. So it's a weird place, and I would like to go there, but I don't know when I'm going to be in Key West. I know. If ever. That's not, like, number like one. It's a place for old people. <laughs> old people. Like, and pirates, apparently. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> they killed them all. <laughs> that tree killed them all. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Oh, um, just as a little side, there have been other reports of haunting-type activity. Um, there are a lot of cold spots in the hallway near the ladies' restroom. There are doors opening and closing without anyone around. Mm. Stalls locked with no one inside. And then one patron reported getting third-degree burns 
on his hands an hour after touching the tree. What? First of all, do not touch that tree. Yeah, that's a haunted... You already know it's a haunted tree. Mm -hmm. Don't touch it. Mm -hmm. Mm. I don't care how close you are to it. I don't care if someone bumps bumps you and then you bump into it. Yeah. You stop yourself. Yeah. Then you apologize a million times. Sorry, tree. Sorry, tree. Didn't mean to touch you. the other person. Yeah. Haunt them. (laughs) If them burns... Yikes, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's, oh. that's my story. If you guys like want it. a weird place to go in Florida, uh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's great. And then go see that doll, too. Yeah, yeah. Double. double. Ro- Robert the doll. Yeah. Creepy Robert. Stay at that bed and breakfast. <gasps> go visit Robert the doll. Mm. Do not take his picture. Mm-hmm. And then go to Captain Tony's saloon and do not touch that tree. God's yes. Yeah. That's the only way to be safe. Alright, so earlier this week actually Cassandra like told me about this. Mm-hmm. And then I looked into it and it was cool. So then I was like, yes, You're mine. Welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna talk about hungry ghosts. Ooh. Sounds like a fake name that I made up, like creepy Robert. But it's not. <laughs> They're actually called hungry ghosts. Yay. Mm-hmm. Um, and these hungry ghosts are, like, everywhere. Oh. Uh, mostly all over Asia. Like, every Asian country you could think of, they're there. That's where they are. Yeah. Ooh. Um, but I'm going to talk specifically about, um, their time in, <laughs> uh, in China. Okay. How it kind of works with Buddhism. Nice. Yeah. So, first of all, what is a hungry ghost? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so a hungry ghost used to be a person. Um, sure. So this is slightly different from some other creaturey things that mm-hmm. I've talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was definitely a person, mm-hmm. and it was a person who, when they were living their alive life, um, they made some mistakes. Oh, no. um, usually because they were uh, like greedy, um, or in their life they were like seeking particular things, like they were. Um, like, they really wanted, like, a soulmate, or they really wanted, like, a lot of money, um, or they really wanted an object or something. Um, And then, when they died, they become this creature, and it is... (laughs) Get ready. It's disgusting. It's super gross. Okay. So, they are universally described. So, they're in um, everywhere. uh, Japan, China, Thailand, um, Burma, India, Pakistan, like, Anywhere in Asia. Uh-huh. But universally, they are described as human-like wraiths with mummified skin. No. Yeah. Narrow, withered limbs. Like tiny little creepy arms and legs. Uh, grossly bulging stomachs. <gasps> so like distended oh, stomachs. No. Um, long, thin necks and tiny mouths. <laughs> So actually, when I was reading this, I was like, "It's it's ET, but with a with a teeny tiny mouth, oh my God. <laughs> like creepy long arms, distended stomach." I wonder if that's where they got it from. Probably, probably. Yeah. Um, so they are hideous, Sick. so gross, um, and they only kind of pop up during one month of the year. Is it October? It isn't. No. No, unfortunately. <laughs> it's um, August. It's the, oh. the seventh month of the lunar calendar, so it kind of moves around. I 
think I've taken the. There's a full moon named after the, the Hungry Ghost, isn't yeah. there? Uh-huh. I have taken pictures of it. <gasps> yeah. Oh my god. Remember being excited about the name because I'm like, what a cool name, and then I didn't look into it. Uh, yes. So that that's what that is. <laughs> um. So usually, um, August, mid to late August. Um. That just happened. Yeah. Uh huh. Cool. Um. And so during this time. Uh, the Chinese believe that the gates to the underworld are opened on the first day of the month, oh. which releases all of the captive ghosts that are down there, I guess. Sure. Um, and they roam the earth among the living oh. until the gates are closed again on the last day of the month. Whoa. Yeah, so it's a full month. And guess what? Uh-huh. They call it Ghost Month. <gasps> stop. No, I will. so fun. I will not stop. That's, <laughs> no, it's you so stop. cute. <laughs> No, that's oh my god, that's precious. Yeah, it's really great. Aww. And so, so 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 during this ghost month, uh-huh. uh, the spirits are seeking out worldly pleasure and then also revenge against those that did them harm. Oh, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing is is that uh, we as live humans mm-hmm. um, should be doing things for the ghosts. So like. <laughs> they no had thanks. their time. Um, no. I don't even do things for myself. <laughs> um, so they do really interesting traditions, like they burn incense um, and they leave food offerings. So like you do for Santa, but you do for the ghosts, Stop. and oh you leave God. them like on the roadside. Um, so some people put like fruit and tea and like little sweets and stuff. Aww. It's really nice. Um, and then they also in, they also stage, I love this, they stage impromptu operas and stuff, like out on like big outdoor stages oh. um, to give the ghosts something to do, entertainment. like entertainment, oh, oh my God. which I think is really cute too, even that though, is. remember, these ghosts are disgusting and hideous sure. and horrifying. Yeah. Um, and then they also, uh, it all kind of like culminates on the full moon of the, the that you had just talked moon. about, the hungry ghost yeah. moon, um, where the all the families would make huge meals, and then they would leave extra seats at their table for oh the ghosts. God. So you're like giving them food and stuff. It's really, it's really nice. It's, it's yeah, it's beautiful. But also during this month, uh-huh. it is not all roses. Uh-huh. You do have to beware of the ghosts. Okay. So like while you're doing this, you're kind of trying to like placate them mm-hmm. um, and make them happy. Um, but if they're not happy, uh-huh. uh, it can be bad. So you have to stay indoors at night in case there are wandering ghosts uh-huh. that want to get you. Uh-huh. Um, you have to stay away from swimming in water where ghosts could drown you. <gasps> Uh, oh, because of, apparently they would oh. do it. Yikes. And then you do not disturb the roadside food offerings. Like, you don't touch that food. You can't eat it. You can't. That's not for you anymore. Um, and then <laughs> also... You can't stop on your walk and speak. Yeah. <laughs> mm, <laughs> clementine? You know, like, nope. No, 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 not for you. Um, and then also, this is, again, spookiest thing. Mm. You don't sing or whistle... Unless you want the ghost to answer you. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, God. So they'll just sing and whistle right back. So then, again, scary. Yeah. Back to scary again. So actually, this year, uh, it is on September 5th. Oh. Which is today. If you're listening to this, the first day that we're putting this out, Uh, it's the 5th. 
So if you're listening to this the first day that it comes out, good luck. September 5th. Uh, Have fun. Um, So they have this, like, really cool festival. But let's talk a bit more about these freaky ghosts and how scary they are. Because, like, although it's kind of turned into a festival over the years, like, it comes from this horrifying background, of course, as everything does. Mm -hmm. Um, So the, the original story of, like, the first hungry ghost, kind of, was the story of Mulian, who is one of Buddha's closest disciples. Oh, okay. And so this guy, um, he had some, like, supernatural powers. Ooh. So already starting pretty cool. Cool. So he spends years of his life uh, traveling um, kind of in the wilderness and stuff, and then he kind of makes it back to society, and he hears, like, a lecture, kind of, about, like, familial things. So it's, it gets him thinking about his family. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, you know what? I should go back to my hometown and see my mom. Fair. Sounds fair. Probably yeah. hasn't seen her in years. That's rude. Bad son. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he goes there. Uh-huh. He goes to the city um, that he's from. And he finds out that his mother has died. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's, oh my gosh, that sucks. Yeah, so big old bummer yeah. for him. Um, but remember, he has some supernatural powers. True. So his powers were kind of as a, a medium, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so he could kind of see where people were. Oh, okay. Which is helpful for this situation. It sure is. Um, so he was like, okay, Ma, where, where are you at? And so he uses his power mm-hmm. to find his mom mm-hmm. and finds out that his mom is in hell. <gasps> oh. Yeah. Oh, she was. even worse. Yeah, she's apparently like not, not great. Oh. She ended up in hell, oh, and no. so he's like, "Well, no, I like I have to help you." Mm-hmm. So then he um, he goes and gets like a bunch of other like religious leaders together, mm-hmm. and they have a huge. They make a huge ritual, um, which is on the fifteenth day of the lunar month of July. So around then, around the same time, I don't know. Um, and so they they chant. And have like they light things and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> As you do. Sure. Um, Sounds like a festival to me. Yeah, right? And so <laughs> then he, Muli, Mulian, mm-hmm. uh, descends to hell to save his mother. Mm-hmm. And he finds that she is a hungry ghost. Oh. So then he he goes on and he, he saves her, brings her back to Earth. The ritual is like big enough and she's safe. But like but that's the first like recorded thing of like hungry ghost status. Right. Um, which is horrifying. So then she's, yeah. you know, creepy mummy, distended stomach. Ugh. Can't I wouldn't want her around. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so when we were talking earlier about like what hungry ghosts look like, mm-hmm. how they have the descended stomach, how they have a teeny tiny neck and a little tiny mouth. Mm-hmm. That's because they are cursed um, that their time in hell and then time, like, back on Earth for that month or whatever mm-hmm. is spent um, in, like, constant need of something. Oh, so no. either they're, like, super hungry or they're super thirsty. Oh. And so they're, like, searching out, like, trying to find food. Oh. Um, and there's, like, a couple different ways that this manifests. So either they can't find food. Mm-hmm. They're eternally hungry. They could eat, but they can't find food. Mm. Or they find food, but then their mouth 
and throat are so small oh. that they can't eat it. Oh my gosh. Or they find food and they're like bringing it to their mouth and as they're bringing it to their mouth then it like burns, <gasps> uh, burns up like into fire or uh, turns to like mold in their mouth. So this is like hell for them. They're like constantly doing oh it. And um, some other hungry ghosts could suffer from like immoderate heat and cold. So they're always like really, really warm or oh. always really, really cold. Oh um, so it's just like the most horrible yeah. life. Yeah. And so, of course, that makes sense. If they come up to Earth for like a month, then they're pissed about it. Sure. And they like, they're looking for food, which is why they put food out for them. Mm-hmm and stuff where they're like looking for people mm-hmm. to hurt um so the festivals sound great yeah but being for, a hungry ghost sounds terrible yeah <laughs> sounds exactly right oh, yeah goodness. um yeah so that's horrifying that's hungry ghosts don't be a hungry ghost mm-hmm. don't be greedy don't be mean don't watch stuff yeah so they're so <laughs> uh I'm going to be a Hungry Ghost for Disney. I'm already a Hungry Ghost for Disney World. <laughs> I just want to be in Disney World all the time. Good luck, Hungry Ghost Cassandra. No. Mm-hmm. So there's also this story. So I found it um, on Reddit. I actually, yeah. uh, the Crone story from last week mm-hmm. originated from a reddit thread these oh guys gosh. the guys who found the crone posted a thing on reddit looking for help no and that's how like the paranormal paranormal and occult museum got a hold of it that's how they found out about it because it was blowing up on reddit 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 that's yeah it's uh, it's really interesting i mean some of it you can tell is made up yeah but some of it has enough lore to it that even if it even if it is made up it still is like an interesting source like that's still a really cool idea cool so this reddit is not just like your next door neighbor's reddit (laughs) uh this is a singaporean reddit thread and it's called uh chitgue stories which uh, Chitgui literally translates to seventh month, so during ghost month. So this, uh, this man is writing, and he's talking about his friend. He and his girlfriend went to a certain KTV, which is um, kind of like karaoke bar. It's like a musical, interactive music thing. Yeah, yeah. So he and his girlfriend went to a certain KTV in the central part of Singapore during the seventh month a few years ago. Uh, now this is a big no-no for various reasons. It's believed that spirits are attracted to dark spaces. Uh, KTV rooms are generally really dark. And music and singing um, as entertainment. We already know that. They like operas. If you sing, they sing with you. Yeah. If you whistle, they whistle back. Boom. Yes. Uh, So they spent a few hours in the room singing, had fun, and then left to make the payment. Sure. Uh, But then at the front desk, the cashiers tried to charge them for three people. And kept insisting... That when they arrived, they had another lady with them. So my friend... I know. Right? This is horrifying. So my friend argued with them, and finally they decided to check the footage from the security cams in the room. To his horror... The footage showed three people in the room. An additional lady crouched on the sofa just beside his girlfriend, looking at the floor throughout the session. 
And when my friend and his girlfriend left the room together, she stood up and left with them, all the while still gazing at the same spot on the floor. As the cashiers watched the video, it dawned on them what was happening, and they waved off the charges for the third person. Oh, that's nice of them. That's very kind of them. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, I am sure, I am sure that this boyfriend and girlfriend were like crying yes. tears of fear and were yeah. like, good lord, no. So it's wait. only us. Oh my gosh. So the, the hungry ghost followed them out of the thing? Yeah, was it, still it was there? like following them around. Was it yeah. in the cash register with them? Probably. I don't know. No one could see it at that point. Yeah, so like, uh, it seems like a really interesting time to be in China, or just, I guess, in Asia, because I was in Singapore. Yeah, anyway, interesting place, so if you're planning your Asian vacation, plan it for Ghost Month. Uh, Or don't plan it for Ghost Month. Or don't. If you don't want. If you want to live. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That is so scary. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, because they were having such a nice, lovely time hanging yeah. out, singing songs. Like, that's that makes you so happy. Mm-hmm. But nope. I would have thrown up on the spot. Yeah. Like, as soon as they showed me the footage, I would have <laughs> vomited. Projectile yeah. vomited everywhere. Make yourself pass out. Mm-hmm. Just get out of there. You're, they're, they're never going to sing again. No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> They've lost their voices. Oh, no. Oh no. Holy um, so that's horrifying. Yeah. Um, so hungry ghosts are real creepy and terrible and awful. So I have this also little story. I like little stories. Just a little story. Um, it has nothing to do with hungry ghosts. Oh. <laughs> um, and it's set in Japan. It's a Japanese monster. <gasps> Love me some monsters. I like it. Um, and so like I was looking up food, like because food was our prompt. Sure. Um, and so then I found this creature that eats weird stuff. And so I was like, done. <laughs> so then I learned about this thing in Japanese lore. Okay. Um, and actually it's really cool. So it like, uh, it was probably seen in other ways, but in, uh, 1776, there was a book, uh, drawn by Toriyama Sekin, and the book is called Gazu Hyaki Yagyo, uh, which translates to the illustrated night parade of 100 demons. Holy shit. So in, oh so God. in, and so in it, it's it's like well, it says a hundred demons, so it's like a hundred different like monsters and like lore. Um, um, so I looked it up. It's like forty one dollars no. to get paperback on Amazon. So good luck. It's too much money. For I know, I know, but um, also you can you can look up this book. Um, on where did I find it? I found it in the Smithsonian Library. Oh, I mean, but it's in Japanese. But like, it's Whatever. you can see all the pictures in it, which I think is half the fun That's anyway. What everyone cares about exactly. Um, so it talks about all these different things. Um, and so the the creature that I'm going to talk about is called an Akanami. Um, so an Akanami is a yokai, which is like a being usually has like a spiritual or supernatural power. Um, sometimes it can shapeshift. That's part of it. So it's made up of the the characters for uh, bewitching, attractive, calamity, and specter, apparition, mystery, suspicious. So a bunch, <laughs> bunch of like cool, like cool that. stuff going together. Yeah. I love it. 
Um, and then they can also be called um, Ayakashi, whatever, um, Mononoke, like Princess Mononoke, yeah. which I, I didn't, I've never seen it. But apparently Mononoke are vengeful spirits um, that can possess people and whatever. So this is a type of yokai, which is that supernatural creepy thing. Sure. Um, but this one is Akanami, which literally translates into a filth liquor. Super disgusting. It's like those really great commercials when they called each other lint lickers. (laughs) Yes. You lint liquor. (laughs) You filth liquor. Gross. So, an Akaname is a small goblin like yokai, Uh uh, which inhabits only the dirtiest homes and public bathrooms. Oh, Oh, no. So it is about the size of a child or a small adult, but usually seems like it's smaller. Why? Because it's constantly crouched in like a hunching posture. It's a small, creepy goblin thing. It has a mop of greasy, slimy hair on top of its head. Its body is naked, and its skin is also greasy. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, they come in many colors and varieties, <laughs> like those pants you got from Old Navy or whatever, nice. you know, um, ranging from like a dark green, similar to mold, oh. all <laughs> gross, like, ooh. Was like, oh, a nice forest green. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, to the ruddy pink color of bed sores. <laughs> so this thing is hideous. <sighs> It comes in, here we go, two different varieties, both one-eyed and two-eyed varieties. Very cool. Can have anywhere from one to five fingers and toes. One to five. And they all, this is the creepiest part, they all have an extremely long, sticky tongue. Oh, I just got chills. Oh, Mm -hmm. I don't like that. Yeah, so it has a super long tongue, small like a child, hunches over, um... Creepy, creepy old thing, and it lives in dirty houses and bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Why does it live in dirty houses and bathrooms? You might ask. Why does it have such a long tongue? You might ask. <laughs> because they use that tongue to lap up the slime, grease, hair, and other filth found in bathhouses and behind toilets. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. I almost threw up in my mouth. <laughs> it's so disgusting. It's so gross. Disgusting. Oh my god. It eats the the worst filth of humanity. Oh. Um just terrible. But it gets worse. Oh. <laughs> so they detest, you know, clean, well kept homes. So they they're kind of similar to cockroaches, rats, lice. You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they are shy and like to steer clear of humans. Good. You're like, hey, that's nice. Yeah. Except, oh. so you go to the bathroom at mm-hmm. night. You go into your dirty bathroom. My bathroom's clean. Good. Good. <laughs> you open up the door and then you see something out of the corner of your eye. No. Run and scatter. No. Because it hides from the light like cockroaches would. So think of that, except that it's like a huge thing. It's like, like a small, a child. yeah, oh the size God. of like a, a large child, small adult. Oh, it's distressing. I know, it's so disgusting. <laughs> and so 
like the moral of the story is just keep your house and your bathroom clean and then you don't have to worry about that mess that economic coming into your home never go into public bathrooms again Mm -hmm. never go to a bathhouse i know i was thinking when i like read that i thought of all those like rest stops that you go to and you go there in the middle of the night and, like, the motion sensor light turns on. And, like, now oh. I'm picturing, like, that economic goblin thing, like, running away. We're going there. We're definitely so we're going soon. there in, like, a week. Oh. Um, so if you can't find us, it's because the economy l- lapped us up with this big giant tongue. In a rest stop. Yeah, I thought, we were, thought we were a dust bunny and Which ate us. It's already in the minimal space, so it's already creepy. Already creepy. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so I mean, really, I mean, it doesn't sound like a bad creature. Um, it's no. just that they can sometimes like spread harmful. disease, but that's like it. I mean, so <laughs> right. So if you don't like lick up where it licked, you're probably fine. I don't know. It doesn't say how the disease spreads, right. but yeah, she shouldn't do it anyway. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah. It doesn't lick your dirty bathroom floor. But like when you think about it, you're almost like, well, I mean it. Cleans it, right? Cleans yeah. it with your tongue? Yeah. Maybe that's fine. Come in and clean my bathroom. But maybe just like inhaling and adjusting mm. spores in the air mm. from its dirty, creepy, sticky tongue. skin and tongue and stuff. And yeah. Greasy hair. Mm. Take a shower. Yeah, gross. It's <laughs> disgusting. Okay. Um, I don't like that. Yeah, so... I mean, it's good that it's not, like, harmful. Like, yeah. It doesn't attack you while you're pooping or something. <laughs> <laughs> Just showering and it, like, slowly crawls up. Yeah, no. no. It's gross. It's... Yeah, so that's that's it. That's my extra little story about... I like that. ...a creepy, dirty monster. It made me feel really uncomfortable. Thank so you. Thank you. You're welcome. My no, goal no, no, in life. Man. All right. Yep. So that was our stories for today. I hope it made you feel uneasy. It made me feel uneasy, and I knew half of the story already. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. Mm-hmm. Ooh, anyway. So send us some of your interesting ideas of spooky things, and they might end up on one of our episodes. Yeah. Yeah. We love to hear from you. Yeah. If you do send us something, we will say your name. You will. Not your full name, but. Part of your name. Part of your name. So you can be like, hey, that's me. Shout out to uh, Hannah, who sent us this story. Uh-huh. Yeah. It'll be just like that, but better. <laughs> but a name. But a name. Yeah, yeah so anyway, uh, tune in next week, and we yeah. will have something going for you. We're going out of town, but yeah. um, we will try to make it work. I feel like going out of town will make it better. True. We're going to find some weird stuff. True. Yeah, uh, yeah so we're going up north. Um, we'll probably die by Sasquatch. Or some, yeah. Or mm-hmm. something. There's so many things. There's... Maybe the dog man. Oh, the dog man. Yeah, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so <laughs> tune in next week. Talk to you later, girls and boys. Bye. Bye.